Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Transformation with Tara Sutphin. Tara Sutphin is the author of Blame It on Your Past Lives and Soul Agreements. Three audio CD series, metaphysical meditations, sourcing series, and sleep programming. Tara has also collaborated with Emmy Award winning Shane Stanley and Marla Maples on numerous DVDs. Tara Sutphin is a master in the psychic sciences. If you'd like to find out more about Tara's work, upcoming seminars, and meditations to help you fulfill your dreams, visit her website at tarasutphin.com. Hello, everyone. This is Tara Sutphin, and you're listening to Transformations with Tara. And today my guest is Joe Kingman. And he's a hypnotherapist, a numerology uh, specialist, and also uh, does spirit release. And uh, welcome, Joe. Hello, Tara. Great to be on the show. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. Um, yeah, so can you tell everybody a little bit about, uh, you know, basically, like, what are your upcoming projects or about numerology? Uh... Okay, well, I, I do have a, a book in the works. Uh, great. Using numerology and how to uh, work groups of people, but um, I'm basically a hypnotherapist and LLP practitioner. <clears throat> I'm also a life coach, a health coach ordained minister, um, spiritual counselor, and uh, what I do is I kind of mix numerology with hypnosis. And even though you're not supposed to diagnose in hypnosis with the numerology, I can build actually the, the type of person that I'm talking to rather than the kind of the intrusive interview process where you're trying to find out the person to do a session and make them better. Uh, a lot of times, if you do the numerology with them, you find out who they are at a core level, and so it may not be a terrible issue that they're dealing with. It could be just maybe part of their vibration that they're not agreeing with with themselves, if that makes sense. Yes, of course. Yeah, so, uh, just their, their quirks that they don't like about themselves, of course, and that, you know, their strengths and weaknesses. Right. Yeah. So, uh, just to give you a background on numerology, that uh, a lot of your listeners probably already know about it, uh, but for those that don't or maybe a little more insight, basically your birthday has to do with, if you can imagine the make and model of a car, well, it's the make and model of your experience vehicle when here on this planet in this time. And then your name has to do with your talents. So, that would be the driver of the car. So... To put things in perspective, basically you have what's called a life path number, which is the total sum of all of your numbers in your birthday. Uh, so, like my birthday is March 22nd, 1955, so that would be 3 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1 plus 9 plus 5 plus 5. That equals 27. And then you reduce that down, 2 plus 7 is a 9, so I'm a 9 life path. 
Right. And so just knowing that, if I had a client that was a nine, I would know that they're a humanitarian, that they're a leader, uh, they're very creative, and the one thing they like is to be helped without asking for it. And it's funny mm-hmm. because I was talking to a nine, and he said, boy, I can really tell when a girl likes me and she's the right one for me because when she goes and gets a soda, she brings one back for me, too. <laughs> oh, that's great. And Aww. that's how he organized and, and came to the conclusion that, hey, she's the kind of girl for him. Well, actually, that's exactly matching the vibration. Likes to be helped without asking for it. Right. So a then if, if someone is another number, uh, then the vibration's different and their motivation and the things that they, the way they deal with life is different. Right. So if everybody takes their birthday and just takes from like, say, if uh, like your March, right? So Uh you take three and then you take the 22. So you take the three and then you add the 20, 22, or do you add the two and then the two and then the You add them individually. That's a mistake a lot of people make because a two plus two is a four, but a 22 is a whole different number. So you add them individually, three plus two plus two. Okay. Then and that's when you come in, up with it, your your numerology number. Yes, that's to get your life path number. That's the most important number in your birthday when you add them all up. And you have to add the nine, the one and the nine in the 19th because most people listening to this aren't ten, are over 10 or 11 years old. But So you, you have to add the one plus nine plus the other two numbers. So if you're born in 67, it would be one plus nine plus six plus seven. Okay. along with the adding of the month and the day. Yes. Now, your life path is what you're here to learn in this lifetime. It's no accident that you were born on that date. And the way the numerologists figure this is that in between lives, you go through your uh, your life between life counseling and uh, your prep for the next lifetime for what you need to learn based on karma and stuff like that. Then you pick the birthday that you are going to be born on, and that's the vehicle that you're going to use to get through this particular lifetime. Okay. So usually is it like 1 through 9, is it is it that, or do you, yeah. you use to 1 to 22, or what, tell me, what what is okay. it usually? Okay. Uh, 1 to 22, that's like the tarot cards, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good point. And so what it is, it's, it's 1 through 9 is the Pythagorean, system of numerology. There's also a Chaldean system that uses the zero, but they don't use the nine all the time. So I use the Pythagorean system, and the neat thing about numerology is it's not like astrology, where you kind of have to figure where the stars are and everything, and you almost need a, a scientific calculator to figure it out. With numerology, it's just a science, so you can literally figure your numbers, go to a reference book, and it'll tell you exactly what that vibration means. Mm-hmm. So anyone who wanted to learn this kind of stuff, you can just, you, a lot of times you can just go on the internet and you can download a simple program for free and it'll tell you a little bit about what your life's about. Even Facebook has a really neat uh, numerology thing, but it, it isn't really complete because then you, you get into the art of it. Now there's other numbers, which right. is your month and day. So with the my birthday, 322, that would be a 7 because 3 plus 2 plus 2 is 7. 
that would make me a seven attitude. Now, that's the way I look at life, and that's, in, in other words, the lens I look through to perform. So my nine attitude, my nine life path would mean that I'm a humanitarian, I'm a giver, and a leader, and it's actually the one of the stronger numbers, actually the strongest and highest vibration of all the numbers. And if you're a nine, you've been all the other numbers at, at a given point in your past lives. So the nines have this kind of an internal wisdom about them, or a clear cognizance, because they just know based on past life experiences that they kind of figure things out and intuitively can kind of get through stuff. So you tack in your attitude now, the way you deal with life on a day-to-day basis. So the seven is the faith seeker, and they're they're scientific, they're a bit of a loner, and uh, they're, they tend to kind of think of life as, well, what am I doing here? If you notice, the seven has a top line and then comes down, so it would be like heaven and earth. So they're a very spiritual type of person. And if you ever meet somebody with a seven in their number and they don't have some kind of faith or spiritual connection with whatever they deem the universe or whatever, uh, they're, they're kind of hard to deal with because they need to focus on some kind of spiritual spirituality to get what they want in life. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So then, they have to be part of a spiritual base as well as the physical to really feel whole. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Otherwise, they're, they're just not going to be right. But they're always asking the question, why am I here? And the, the neat thing, if someone has a seven in their life path, if they're a seven life path, they're very sweet. They're very kind and gentle. They like to flirt. And when they sleep, they almost have the face of an angel when they sleep. My granddaughter, Sophia, when she, she's a seven, and she is the sweetest little girl. And to watch her sleep, you would almost think that an angel is laying there. It's just so wonderful. Sevens are very sweet, very kind uh, to, to deal with that. So then now you go to the next number, which is your birthday. Now, your birthday is how you appear to other people. So since mine's a 22, that's a four. Four is the teacher. And very cerebral. Uh, it, it's a business number. And they're very responsible. Uh, they're kind of matter-of-fact. And so now, putting all these together, if I have a client, let's just say I didn't know all this number stuff, and, and I came to me and said, okay, what's your birthday? I would know that I'm a humanitarian, that I'm a, a bit of a scientist and a faith seeker, and I'm also a teacher. And I think A plus B equals C. So those three things together is kind of who I am. Now, if I'm have now every number has a negative side. There's a positive and negative. Uh, on the, the positive side of a nine would be the humanitarian and a giver and a philanthropist. But the negative side would be kind of selfish and in your face and uh, fanatical. So you got to understand that if the person comes in and they have these types of symptoms, then you can say, okay, well, you're living on the positive side of your number. So, with that said, if you don't mind, I did a little chart for you, so can I go over your chart a little bit? (laughs) Sure, sure. Okay. All right, based on your birthday, you are a nine life path like me, so literally when you and I get together, there should be almost an instant connection. 
very compatible in our thoughts. We, we deal with life the same way. And then you have a four attitude based on your month and day, and then your birth number is a one, meaning you are independent. Mm-hmm. So if you came into my office, I would know that, number one, you're a humanitarian because of your life path, and you like to be helped without asking for it. But you're also a teacher. You're very responsible, and you like to have your opinions valued. And another important point is based on your birthday, you're an independent and self-motivated, and you like it when you're told you're right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> now, does some of the stuff ring true to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a teacher and a definitely a humanitarian, that's for sure. Oh, you sure are. And and based on your thank Facebook, you. I mean, you have so many friends and they just love you to pieces. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, you're you're quite the giver, and uh, I know you help kids out, and you you are mm-hmm. just a real humanitarian, and you're living your life path, and you probably feel just an internal joy when you do all this stuff. Right, I am. I'm definitely internally very grateful for my life and feel fulfilled. I, I feel that I've um, that my mind matches my communication skills and matches my actions, and so I oh, keep going forward in my dharma. Yeah. 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 And I think that's that's really neat that you have found your niche and now that you're living that that you you just kind of feel complete. You're actually doing what your life path is geared to do. Some people if they're not living their life path, they might feel confused or a little out of sorts. So when they yeah. dial in to their what their life path what they're here to learn through the lens of their attitude, then they just feel more fulfilled and joyful and they don't have the problems that they seem to have and they can make better decisions based on that yeah and it's interesting yeah, because well, i've had go ahead no i was just going to say i'm not living my negative obviously of my nine which i'm no but there, there may be times when you do you know you, you sure you may not get enough sleep and all of a sudden you, you just flop to the other side and and, and you know people go kind of that doesn't sound like you today tara what's it got i mean Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I need some coffee or some tea or something, you know. And yeah. <laughs> or my it. ozone water and my ozone therapist or my, my uh, aromatic MD. <laughs> right. To kind of get yourself put back together. So. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But that's, uh, that's just part of people understanding who they are, because we come here and we don't have this owner's manual to dial us in on what we're really supposed to do. And so uh, with these numbers, there's also what's called compatible numbers and challenge numbers. 
So there's somebody you'll meet that will be just such a wonderful connection, and you just get along, and you'll spend hours with this person and think this guy or this girl is absolutely wonderful. What a neat person. And then other people you'll meet, and it's like at first glance, you're, I'm not going to get along with this person at all. And there's just something about this person I just don't like, or they're just some, we're not clicking together, we're not communicating, and that's a challenge number, possibly. So, uh, you, let's just say you're a nine, but you're, one of your parents is a seven or a four, which would be a challenge number to you. Your challenge numbers are four, seven, and eight. So if you are raised by a 4, 7, or 8, and they want to mold you into their expectation, you'll try to live your life to their expectation, and you won't be who you are, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So people that grow up, like this one guy in particular, he was 50 years old, and I had a chat with him, and he goes, God, I'm just so confused. And so I asked him his birthday, and he was an 818, meaning an executive, and an eight is a very strong number. They're all about the money. They're all about material things. And he was raised by a, someone who was a challenge number to him, and he thought there was something wrong with him, that his material wants and, and desires were somehow wrong. And I told him, no, this is what you're here to do. And since you have two eights in your numbers, then material things are your what you need to focus on in this lifetime. And not that you're materialistic and superficial, it's just all of these things that you accumulate that you want to have the nicest car, the, the nicest house, the prettiest wife, you know, or husband, and uh, you want all the, these finer things in life because that's what you're here to learn to get. And there's nothing wrong with that. So he just looked at me really funny, and for the first time in his life, he goes, you mean I'm not weird? And I said, no. I said, this is you. This is your unique self. You're a special, unique person, and these are what you need to work on in life, and that would make you fulfilled and feel like you've done something. And so now you can stop living up to everybody else's expectations and start living up to what your blueprint is for. Yeah, now my parents were, uh, my father was a five and my mother is a nine. Okay, so they're compatible. Uh, well, your mom, you and your mom must have got along real well. Yeah, we can chat till. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes you end up with mother-daughter situations. It's just that kind of thing. But on a deep level, you guys understand each other. Oh yes. yes. Now you're, uh, like I said, that there's a negative side. So if your mother was living on the negative side, part of the time she'd have been fanatical and kind of self-centered. And so uh, that's just a matter of just flipping their thought process. But uh, your dad, being a five, he's the adventurer. And so the adventurer, he seeks freedom and adventure. He's a mind number. He's always thinking and analyzing and well-educated. In other words, he doesn't want to be tied down. So he was probably going places most of the time. My dad was a five, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. And, uh, hmm. and Isn't so, that funny? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he no, he didn't like to be tied down. Yeah, and they're always kind of in different stuff, you know, and they always want to go places. Let's let's go camping. Let's go fishing here. Let's do this. Let's go to the movies. They're always wanting to go somewhere and do things. And oh, he did. they really yeah. enjoy taking pictures of being there. Right. Would that, yeah, he would that was, describe he your dad a little bit? Mm, oh, yeah, he was never a person who rested, really. Yeah. Yeah, don't tie me down. And uh, probably loved all of the holidays. Yeah, yeah, he was and very much whole, a 
He loved life, yeah, while he was alive. Yeah, see, so he was very adventurous, wanted to do that. And it's really neat because I went back over my family. I'm from a family of five, and I did my brothers and sisters, and I was literally able to go back and understand who they were as we were growing up because I didn't understand this. And and it just was nice to understand them on a deep level, and then I could appreciate them. So sometimes these people who are toxic numbers too well or a challenge number, if you just respect what they're about, then you can get along. So people in a, in a relationship, if their spouse is a toxic or challenged number and they know that, they can still work within the relationship, but the relationship is going to take some work and some thought. If you're in a relationship where it's compatible, like you would be compatible to a three, a six, and a nine, then that kind of relationship really melds together. And the interesting thing is, is uh, Dick Sutton is a nine. Yes. And mm-hmm. so you guys work very well together. I see a lot of your posts on or his posts online on uh, Facebook, and you guys really have a powerful uh, session that you guys do together that you can really yes. dial someone in. Oh, yeah. That one's a really great, fun session. Yeah, where we hypnotize somebody, and, um, and I monitor. I psychically go in and monitor, and so... Uh, connect with that person, do a lot of shamanic healing along the way or bring them into the fore of, of, uh, le- ha- helping them face whatever, uh, really deep-seated fears they have. And then, um, it's very cathartic. You know, they're heavy. Those, those sessions are very heavy. And then after, um, we do a life, I do a life activation and then, uh, Dick comes back in and he does, um, uh, some really strong programming, uh, what they will be, um, you know, what they need to, uh, uh, relinquish and accomplish upcoming. And then we, um, you know, finish, wrap up the session, but it usually takes a full four hours. Wow. To really, That's a long time to know, be, to be in it, a session. It but, really is. Yeah. We take but, like one bathroom break, you know? Yeah. Um, that's pretty it's, intense. It's but you work together real well on that. And you two are actually just linked so together. Uh, you can work in a, in a situation like that because that takes a lot of energy. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I'm usually tired, a little tired yeah, afterwards. Yeah, I was going to say four hours it. in the session. Is, that could yeah. wear you out. But you yeah, working I, together, you just kind of link. You just being yes. this, uh, two, two nines together, you just know exactly what the other person's thinking and, and can kind of bounce all the internal and spiritual information off of each other and really get that good. Can I promote one CD from Dick? Sure. Astral Projection. I am telling you, that is the coolest CD. You want to get something done, it's an hour long. You, you put in his uh, Astral Projection, or excuse me, Astral Journey. I'm sorry, Astral oh, Journey. Oh, Astral Journey, okay. In this case, but so then Astral people Journey, now are really interested on. in Astral and Projection, it, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, don't mix up the two. Okay, Astral Journey, <laughs> and yeah. it's just a flow of, of music and it's back and forth and you put that on your uh, in your cd player or your mp3 player and you start to get some work going all of a sudden you just get into a flow and you get it done that is the coolest cd a- astral journey <laughs> anyway that's my yeah, uh, promotion of that one yeah now but, you're up above your body and you let your clone work <laughs> you, almost yeah you kind of let your higher self take care of everything and everything gets done and timely and and you feel good and <laughs> but uh, what i'd like to do is kind of go through some of the numbers real quick number one is the leader and the positive side is independent ambitious 
uh, self-reliance, positive willpower, and but the negative side is uh, e- will, egotism, pride, maybe boastful. Okay, two is life path, is the person that's a mediator and a lover. They're here to love and be loved. So if you're a two, go out and touchy-feely love people. But they don't like arguments, and that drives them crazy. And uh, the positive side is they cooperate. They'll get the job done, but they're not a leader. So they'll, they're better at maybe the assistant or the vice president. So if you're a two and you're thinking, God, why can't I get my own company and get my own business going? It's because that's not where you belong. You actually belong in either a partnership or you belong in a, uh, as a vice president or, or an assistant or something. The three is the sunshine person, very friendly, very talkative. They're the communicator. Uh, the the positive side is they're friendly. Now they're here to promote people to be happy, and so if a three if you're a three and you're not happy, get happy. That's what you're here to do is to to enjoy life and motivate other people to enjoy life. The negative side is they tend to be overbearing and a bit grumpy. The four is the teacher, and uh, they're the, they're here to learn and teach. A plus B must equal C. If you're a four, maybe your doodles might include a lot of boxes. There's four sides to a box. So the positive side is is when a four teaches you something, they they'll you'll learn it. They'll teach you really well. The negative part is they can be a little bit uh, hard hard headed. Uh, they may be uh, extremely rigid and stern into a workaholic. Now, the five, we talked about that. They're the adventure. They love freedom, adventure, getting around. But the problem is they can be jealous and inconsistent and irresponsible. The six, that's the nurturer. If you look at the six, it almost looks like a pregnant woman. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Tara? Yeah, so nurturing. Yeah. Yeah, so they're yeah. nurturing. I just want to make sure I'm still, I'm on a cell phone, so I never oh, know when yeah. it clicks off oh, here. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, they, they are a lover of beauty. They can be a bit of a perfectionist. They just love the home. Uh, they, they nurture their family, and if they don't have family, they nurture their pets or their employees. The negative side is they can be stubborn or despondent. They can be blunt and smug. The seven is the faith seeker. They're a bit of a loner and a deep thinker. They're very good uh, at scientific research, microscopes, anything that has to do with research. They're really good at it. The negative side is they dislike manual labor. <laughs> they have a coldness and can be melancholy. And uh, if they get an attitude that they don't like you, they will literally shut you off. They'll stonewall you. The eight is the executive, and they love power, and they love money. Okay? So, And remember, there's nothing wrong with any of these numbers. And if, if you've got the energy and the power to go out and make some money and get some good stuff, then go out and do it. But the negative side is they tend to be... Uh, efficient, and if you're not as efficient as they are, they'll let you know it. <laughs> so that sometimes they're not really good teachers because if you don't learn it real fast, they get impatient with you. And the nine is the humanitarian, the giver, and it's, it's a tough number to live because until you realize that by giving you get your satisfaction, that you really won't be happy with that vibration. And so the positive side is compassion. They're tolerant. They're understanding. Uh, the one thing I want to tell anybody that figures their numbers out and they get a nine is you're going to take life and try to do the best you can with what you have. And so people will look at that as if they're in competition with you. 
So know right up front that they may try to sabotage your work because they think you're competing with them, but you're really not competing with them. You're just trying to be the best you can be. And so what you need to do is put them at rest. When you see somebody, just compliment them, especially especially the nines. Compliment the other people. Tell them, you know, that's a pretty dress you have, or that's a nice hairdo, or your really nice car, that's, or, you know, anything to compliment and put that person at ease to let them know that you do care and that it's okay. And that way they're, they'll be more relaxed and feel like they're, you're their friend as opposed to trying to compete and beat them out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, now, I, l- I really want to know what the zero is in the Shaldia. That's, that's like, ooh, you know. Well, what the does zero. the zero mean? Yeah. In the Chaldean? Yeah, the Chaldean. Okay, well, uh, the zero kind of could be almost like an... It can be a very... It can intensify or polarize. So usually the zero will intensify whatever the number it is behind. So if, if like yours is a one zero, that zero intensifies the one. So whatever your one is on, if it's on the positive side, it'll intensify the positive side. So that's kind of where the one goes. One is kind of the, the number of creation also. Okay. Hmm. So anyway, uh, to to get back with the, the hypnosis with uh, the numbers, Yes. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any where with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i can usually tell with and build a, a strong rapport because once you have somebody's numbers then you're you don't have any strangers anymore i know people probably better than they know themselves once i've got their birth numbers now right. your name has to do with your talent and you are an Eight one seven. In other words, you have an eight power, a one soul, and a seven personality. Now, your soul number. You've heard of soulmates. Everybody's mm-hmm. a soulmate, right? Okay. What you want to do is you want to take the total of your vowels in your name, and you use the Pythagorean Pythagoras number system. And if anybody wants to email me, I can I can tell them where to go. But uh, basically, they're soul numbers. So you go with the matches. You're a one soul number. So if you find somebody with the same matching soul number, which would be, for the one, it would be 1, 5, and 7, that would be a soulmate. And your soul number is the total number of your vowels, and that is an unconscious need or desire that you are trying to fulfill. So with the soul number of 1, then you're compatible with a 1, 5, or 7 soul number. 
if your soul numbers are incompatible, then uh, you'll you won't tend to kind of dial in that that loving frequency that you really desire because they they'll be just a little bit off in their soul vibration. So to work with you, being an eight power, uh, a one soul, and a seven personality, that would mean that uh, you you like to spend your own money <laughs> if I'm working with you, mm-hmm. and then you uh, like it when you're told you're right, and then you like to have your own privacy. Yes. So, so working with you, uh, say in a business or some kind of re- partnership, that is where your needs are. Yes. Your primary needs when you're working with somebody. Does that make sense to you? Well, yeah, I really like to use powerful techniques and, you know, uh, find what's the mystical and the powerful in life. And then it's not so much that I want to be right. It's that I really want to move um, all of us into wellness, that I believe it's very important that, um, you know, anybody can make themselves sick and on any level, mentally, emotionally, uh, physically, and even spiritually. And I, I believe that if you take the necessary steps to move yourself out of that, and so it's not really a a position of being right as it is trying to find the right path. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay like right. And I didn't, I didn't mean ourselves. you're right, I'm wrong. I meant yeah. that you want, yeah. you want the situation to be correct. Yes, I, I, really, I really love correct situations, for sure. Right. Yeah, so, where everybody so, kind of wins. Right. So if you know those numbers and you're working with somebody, then you know kind of an internal need or an internal mode or, you know, modus, modus operandi to get the job done. And if you work within those parameters, then there's harmony. Yeah. See? So that's why in hypnosis, I'm going to, when I do the session, I'm going to dial in all of those frequencies within my session, and then whatever they want to accomplish, that's how I motivate it. So it works really well. Okay. Yeah. And I also and I- wanted to get into uh, spirit releasement. We have some time, yeah. or do we have, can it take oh, a break? Yes. Uh, you know, we should take a commercial break here. I wanted everybody to uh, know your uh, email address, though, because okay, it's wealthident at msn.com, which would be w e l l f i d e n c e at msn.com. Okay, send, and wealthconfidence.com and- is your. Um, website as well, right? Exactly. Yes, wealthidence.com. You can go joe at wealthidence.com or wealthidence at msn.com. Either way, it'll get to me. Okay, great. Okay, we're going to take a commercial break. I'm talking to Joe Kingman. We are talking about numerology. This is Tara. Welcome to Transformation with Tara Sutphin. If you'd like to find out more about Tara's work, upcoming seminars, and meditations, Visit her website at terrasutphin.com. Did you know that you can rate this show on iTunes? The show you're listening to right now. It's true. You can leave your thoughts about the show, the topic, the guest. You can even leave a suggestion. Then, before you leave, rate the show. The hosts love hearing from you, so next time you download this show from iTunes, leave your thoughts and rate the show for the host and for others. 
Want to know where the hotspot for interaction with your community is? It's at the new Contact Talk Radio Hotspot. The CTR Hotspot is an online interactive community and social media outlet where you can read articles, post blogs, watch videos, and communicate with other like-minded individuals. Go to www.ctrhotspot.com and see what it's all about. Create a profile and start interacting with your community today. That's www.ctrhotspot.com. If you hear a show that you love and would like to keep it on the air, you can be a sponsor of that show for your business by visiting the host's show page on the contacttalkradio.com homepage. Contact Talk Radio has strived to be well-connected. Everything from the Internet to your cell phone and now Twitter. Yes, you too can find Contact Talk Radio on Twitter. Go to twitter.com backslash network. And get connected to what matters to you. Welcome to Transformation with Tara Sutphin. Become involved now by calling 877-230-3062. Hello, welcome back to Transformations with Tara. And I'm talking to Joe Kingman. And we've been talking about numerology, and uh, in a minute we're going to get into talking about some uh, spirit release. But, um, you know, uh, Joe, you were talking, um, you were explaining something about numerology still that seemed, you know, we hadn't really wrapped that up yet. Okay. Well, Although it's just that, well, what, what, I figure we covered most of the numbers, but... Uh... Basically, numerology is just the, the vibration that you're dealing with in your experience vehicle. It's the it's literally like the make and model of your car. Well, that's the make and model of your vibration. It's almost like a song. And so uh, your name has to do with your talents in life. So if you wanted to motivate yourself, you deal with your vibrational numbers and what motivates you, and then your talents will lead you into how to, to work within the, that vibration. And so if you want to motivate a team or your kids, find out their numbers, then you can kind of point them in the right direction. Saying uh, if somebody was an eight, you wouldn't motivate them by saying, look at all these people you could help. You'd tell them, look at all the money you can make. Now, if I have a friend who's, say, a 22, do they go by 22 or do they go by the four? That's a good question. We didn't get into master numbers. 11 and 22 are master numbers. If the 11 or 22 is in your birthday or... As you break down the numbers in your uh, in your birth whole birthday number, and it breaks down to eleven or twenty two before it breaks down to the two or the four, then a master number means that you can't sit idle in life. You, there's something special about you in this lifetime that you need to do. Here's the challenge with a master number: it still breaks down to a two or a four, but the uh, the eleven has the influence of the double one. So you'd have to study the one and the two. The 22 has to do with the twos and then a four. So uh, here's the problem. When people start thinking they're a master number, they kind of think that they're somehow above it all and that they're under uh, extreme pressure to get something special done. That's a real hard place to be. Just because you have a master number really doesn't mean you should do that if you don't feel like it because it just puts a lot of pressure on you that you have to do something. 
use the right. master number as kind of a sidebar to the real number that it breaks down to. But it just means 11 is the spiritual leader, and the 22 would be the master builder, would be like the master, master spiritual builder. And mm. so uh, if you have an 11 in your number, you're, you are a spiritual leader. There's something about you that's very spiritual, and you can lead people in that direction. The 22 means you can build large organizations and, and preferably some type of spiritual organization. Yeah, because my brother Scott's a 22. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. Interesting, yeah. Master builder, mm-hmm. yeah, very strong. Uh, yeah. You just have to be careful because with great power comes great responsibility, so they have to be careful of how they talk to people. Uh, yeah, very strong on does. words. That's and his job is talking. He's yeah, on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. he just has to kind of tone it down a bit. That's all. When he talks to people, just make sure that he's got a lethal tongue and use it for positive purposes. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. yeah okay. He's very, he's very uh, positive and productive. But, um, hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, but he's anxious, you know, because there is, I think, sometimes. Like he feels like he needs to do more in life. Yeah, but he does a lot what, of charities. You know, he because he speaks. You know, he's always speaking uh, and uh, uh, hosting. You know, these these big charities and stuff. So, yeah. So yeah, maybe well, that's what it's all about. You know, that's being what, available. Yeah, and that is what he's all about. He's very good at that. Building good, strong organization. Very a very strong builder. And there is kind of with the people with the mask on. There's just kind of this internal push. Yes. To to do. Something, uh, something very special in this lifetime. So, yeah, very okay. good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, yeah good stuff. So okay. um, now, talk to me about the um, spirit release. Okay. Yeah. Spirit releasement. Uh, We're going it, to go it off takes track. on many forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, spirit releasement is basically the releasing of some type of spirit or thought form that may be connected to your spirit body, your aura, or even parts inside your body. Uh, some people will get diagnosed at the doctor's office and say, well, I've, you know, doc, I have this pain here. And they'll go, well, we've done MRIs and scans and everything. We can't find anything wrong. Well, now you get into a possible spirit releasement. So this is where you ask for angels to come in and help you. Uh, angels can kind of see the other side. Angels are, are messengers of God, and they're here to help you. And all you have to do is ask, because they won't invade your free will. You have to ask your angels to help you. So if you have a certain anxiety or something, ask the angel to remove the anxiety. So here we get into uh, a thought form. Uh, a thought form is maybe a thought you have. Let's, uh, for example, you have someone who rode a motorcycle and he hurt, you know, usually you break your ankle or something with, when you ride a motorcycle. And it won't heal. Well, your body is designed to heal. The challenge is if he still has the trauma of that accident stuck in his ankle, it's like a thorn and it won't come out. In NLP, that's called a glyph. So what you do is, in hypnosis, you take them into into a deep state. Then you go down to that area and r- remove the thought form. And miraculously, it starts healing and feeling better. Hmm. So there's a so thought form. So it's almost form. Do you like a, do you detach your mind from, from the, the accident? Or do you detach your mind from the actual trauma or the pain or what exactly? 
Okay, I guess to get specific, you get into the glyphs. So what I'll do is I'll ask the person, okay, now in your ankle there, what what shape is the pain? If you were to go down there and give it a shape, what would it be? And it can take on any form, from a circle to a square, a triangle, uh, a spider web, a knife. It can be just any shape or form. I've had so many different shapes and forms, but what they see is what's there. That's the the shape of the energy or the form, then what I do is I ask them to remove it. And what I do is I call in an angel, usually Archangel Samuel, which is the angel of forgiveness. And I ask her to come in, and I ask them to make sure that the angel's there. And they'll usually see her, and I go, God, she's really beautiful. And then uh, I'll say, okay, I want you to let her reach in and grab a hold of this thing and pull it out. But in the meantime, as she's pulling it out, I want you to forgive the accident. I want you to forgive the trauma. And typically, the pain will go away and it'll subside. And then you, then you ask the angel, Samuel, will you take this and turn it to pure white and recycle that thought form in the universe back into pure love and energy? So what you've done is you've taken a negative thought form, transformed it into pure love and energy, and recycled it back into the universe. Almost like a plant takes our CO2 and turns it into oxygen. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, very powerful okay. stuff. Now, a thought form can go even farther uh, where it could be that the problem is an earthbound entity. Now, the earthbound is somebody who has died who hasn't gone to the light yet. They're kind of hanging around. Now, I don't have a whole lot of time to go into why or what happens there. Maybe that'll be another show. But uh, mm-hmm. the whole point is that an earthbound may get attached to you. So let's take, for example, someone who is an alcoholic, and they die, and now that they're maybe through guilt or whatever, they don't think they're worthy of going to the light and going to the universe to do their life review and all that stuff, they're stuck here, and they don't know how to do it. So then they they find out that they can't drink and get drunk anymore, because that's a biological function. So what they'll do is they'll attach to somebody like a parasite and by proxy talk this person into drinking so they can kind of live the, the, the high again. It's not quite the same, but it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's why some people who are addicted to either drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever, it could be an entity that's entered them that gives them this urge to do this. Now, it's no good for the earthbound, and it's no good for the the host. So what I do is I talk to the earthbound, and I get them to go to the light, and then I talk to the host and get them to change their lifestyle. So I literally do therapy on the earthbound, and then I do therapy on the the person, my client. Then it can go even farther than that. Uh, Let's just say somebody had stomach cancer and they died. Maybe it was their mother, and the mother comes back, pops inside, and all of a sudden you have these stomach problems. And uh, just it's just the symptoms that the mother had when she died. So there's nothing wrong with her stomach, it's just the symptoms are still there. So again, I need to get mom out of there to go to the light and then work on the person so they have a better lifestyle. Yeah, so do you find that there's a lot of, um, I mean, maybe you're just drawn, like people are drawn to you for the spirit releasement. Do a lot of people just come to you and you realize that they are they have spirit attachment? Yeah, and it's interesting because you, I have to kind of 
kind of check around and and kind of dig into their mind and their body and their, their their aura and their spirit area to find out what's going on with them. And then through asking questions and digging in and then kind of going deeper into what's going on, I can find out if it's a thought form or if it's a uh, an earthbound. But then it can get even worse. You got you've got demonic attachment. Now, demons are here just to screw with everybody and wipe us out, and their goal is destruction. And so what happens is if somebody is thinking really negative, evil thoughts, guess who they're going to attract in their lives? And so these demons will come around, and uh, they'll attach. Now all of a sudden this person turns into a psychopath or, or neurotic or uh, uh, schizophrenic, and they're hearing voices and all this stuff. And it, most of the time, it's some kind of demonic oppression. They're not possessed, because they really can't possess you. But uh, since the spirit world isn't like the material world, three or, three or four hundred spirits can live in one little area at the same time. So it may be one demon, it could be hundreds. And it, that could be the reason why this person is acting so crazy. So you have to... I have to dig in there. Now, these things are a little bit tougher to get rid of. I have to do therapy with the demon. I have to get them to talk to me. And as we work together, literally work together with this thing, uh, I can convince him or, or it of the realities and hopefully get this entity to release and move on. Then I do therapy on my client to get them to dial their lifestyle back together again and then get through the understanding that this is going on. One of my clients, she had uh, a bone cancer in her hip, liver cancer, and then she had a tumor in her head. Well, the bone cancer was from her dad, a thought form from her dad. Liver cancer was from her mother stuck in there, and the tumor was demonic. And the demon went very peacefully. It's interesting uh, because I'm not here to, to bind them and kill them. I'm here to, to send them to the light also so they can work off some of their karmic debt. And uh, I'm not, right, I'm so not any, and you could, they only have as much power as we give them. So they work off of our fear, anger, and anxiety. So did she actually have those um, diseases or, and, and was she yes. cured from them or did yeah, she? Yeah, she, she went into full remission. Like three days later, she's up walking around. Wow. <laughs> it was, okay. And she, so. was, she was bedridden when I talked to her. And uh, she's a devout Catholic and uh, she goes, I can't believe this thing. When I said, okay, let's go to the tumor because it was moving around. I go, okay, I know what you are. So uh, she went, we started talking. She goes, oh, that's interesting. I was like, what? She goes, I never thought a demon would be in there. And so, you know, it's just a shock to the client as it is to the demon being found. Now, the, the worst thing that a demon can do is expose himself. So, in other words, you've seen these people doing these exorcisms and stuff and the demons screaming in different voices. And you, I'm sure everybody's yeah. seen the movie or different Oh, movies. yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. the worst thing a demon can do is expose himself. So uh, when he's exposed himself, he's in trouble. And we don't have really a whole lot of time to give that, but I just wanted to kind of finish out because we're kind of running out of time here. I wanted to let everybody know the importance of love and have loving thoughts because love brings the angels here. If you have fearful or jealous or angry thoughts, please forgive and move on. And I wanted to say something about forgiveness. Forgiveness isn't for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Because when you don't forgive somebody, the unforgiveness is the poison you give yourself to try to hurt somebody else. 
So all you're doing is releasing the energy or that negative energy in your body because the demons feed on that and don't feed the demons. You want to have loving thoughts. Be loving and caring every time you can, every time possible. I mean, if it's just to pet the cat and feel the love that you're giving that animal, that's important. That heals you. But if you're angry and you kick the cat, <laughs> you draw a bunch of crap to you. And so I wanted to say, to keep the demons away, hematite. You can wear hematite in jewelry. They make these really cool hematite rings, and they're usually a buck. So for a dollar, you've got all of this demonic protection with just a hematite ring. You can get them in a, any metaphysical bookstore. If you want right. to keep them out of your... I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, it sounds like you have past lives as a priest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Either that or a witch doctor or a shaman or something. Yeah, I, I well, think you're well, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, you're probably a modern-day witch doctor, yeah. It's yeah, great. I think so. You I know, I so. know that I am, So I yeah. and I love my so, job. Yeah, so. I think you have, too. So that's what makes you so powerful in what you do now. And, you know, so many people are, are making spiritual questions. They want to have answers. They want to know what's going on here. What are we here for? Why are we putting up with this? And what can change it? And it's just loving everybody. Love thy neighbor. Everything else is commentary. Just love yeah, each other. Love of yourself. course, it's easier said than done. But the bottom line is it's unconditional love. I mean, you're talking about, you know, just accepting people for who they are and then they accept you back. Because, exactly. you know, we we move into like a, a, a everything is a... a you know, there's a justification for everybody who's not feeling well, and so you step into helping. It's I think it's your nine, it's your nine yes. coming to the fore, Joe. Yes, you're. I think you're right, <laughs> and that's yes. the cool thing about numerology because now you understand the person as they are, not what you think they are. Right. See, so, so now can you, you can kind of love and accept them. I wanted to make a couple of points here, real quick. There's yeah, two can pillars. I have your? I would love though for you to say your um, your website again and oh, okay. for your com w-e-l-l-f-i-d-e-n-c-e at or wellfidence.com and then my email address is wellfidence at msn.com and uh, okay. I'd l- love to answer any questions you have uh, help you out if you have some challenges if you, you think somehow in your heart that, that you've got a challenge I can help you out well then uh, send me an email we'll see what we can get together and there's, there's two pillars I'm going to tell you right now, self-esteem and self-image. Self-esteem is how you feel about yourself, and self-image is what you think other people think of you. Those are the most important baseline things. I want to tell you right now, love yourself. You're special. You're unique. Okay? Love yourself. Number two, your, your self-image. It, God loves you, and you are important. There's a reason why you're here on this planet. So no matter what anyone tells you, you're important, and there's a reason you're here. And then uh, I just wanted to tell you that uh, just be joyous, because joy is is just the bottom line in, in your energy and your force in life, and actually that makes your blood healthy is to be joyful. So be happy in who you are, and and know and love yourself. That is so important. And I'm not saying like a narcissist i'm just saying just love and respect yourself and do things that you that are respectable that you can respect yourself for because anytime you do something that disrespects yourself there goes your self-image so don't steal don't lie don't cheat don't hurt people right Go well i was thinking of um the guy who changes water you know so yeah it's yeah. about changing yeah. your blood yeah <laughs> and it's, it's just yeah, for 85 percent water 
it, yeah. it has a, your thoughts have an effect. Absolutely. Good point. Yes. Good point. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, uh, the hematite, and go out and ground yourself. If you feel yourself a little scattered, take your shoes off and go outside and stand on the ground. Grab a hold of a tree and give that negative energy to the tree and purge that negative energy out of you because we're electrochemical. And sometimes, since we wear rubber-soled shoes, we're not grounded. So when you feel your thoughts are scattered, go outside, take your shoes off, hug a tree, <laughs> and give it to the tree. Say, here, tree, will you take this energy? Because that's what they're here for. They're here to take your CO2 and your negative energy, and they just put it back into the ground and recycle it into something beautiful. So feel good about grabbing a tree and loving it and giving it your negative energy, then thank it and bless it and move on. And that's one way to get over a lot of the stress or, or the scattered thinking that we tend to get into in life. So anyway, if we have one, if we have a few minutes, well, how much time we have? We only have like a minute left. Okay, I wanted to do the grief, the grief release candle ritual. If you have somebody that's passed away and you want to release them, get a white votive candle, write their name in it, and when you light it, you say, okay, uh, uh, John Smith, this, I'm lighting this candle to bless you, and then just say everything you want to say to that person because they can hear you. And then say everything you want to say, then when you're done, just say, I bless you and release you to go on and do your soul's purpose and let the candle burn out. And that's mm-hmm. the releasing of that soul, because if we grieve too much for somebody when they die, we hold them here. So release them and let them go. And with that little candle ritual, it really is uh, very cathartic. That's very sweet. It is. It sounds very nice. Anyway, well, thank you so much, Joe. And you you can find Joe at Wellfidence.com. And Joe at Wellfidence.com, correct? Right. Joe at Wellfidence.com or Wellfidence at MSN.com. Okay, so it's, uh, and spell Wellfidence. W-E-L-L-F-I-D-E-N-C-E dot com or Wellfidence at MSN dot com for my email. It's like confidence, but with the word well on there instead of C-O-N. Yes. Okay, cool. that's good. Oh, yeah. sure, this is fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we really loved learning about um, the numbers today. And um, Christina from Massachusetts had wanted to uh, come in for a call, but she'll email you. And, um, yeah, thank you, Joe. And I want to say blessings to everyone. Thank you for sharing your time with Tara Sutphin. Find out more about Tara's work, upcoming seminars, and meditations to help you fulfill your dreams by visiting her website at tarasutphin.com.